You're listening to How It All Works, Convos and Collabs. Helping businesses, brands, and thought leaders understand the positive impact of live streaming. Live streaming. And now, here's your host, live video consultant and coach, Kirk Nugent. Justin, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, not too much. Uh, I'm excited to be here. It's been a really long day of travel. I'm actually right now in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, really? Uh, wow. We were from, yeah, we were in Washington State this morning, had to wake up at like, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning or something to make a flight, made a connection at Denver, landed in Atlanta, Atlanta. got a rental car, drove up to oh, Chattanooga, wow. and so now we're here. So it's been a long day, but I'm glad to be able to hang out tonight. Man, man, I I don't know why I thought when you got to Atlanta that was the end of it. I, I did oh, not. Oh no, pick I wish it was. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! That is amazing, and we're excited to have you here. For those that are not aware, um, this is actually not Justin's first time here with us on the channel on this space. He's he was he he was on our our YouTube uh, um, episode. This was two seasons ago, I think it was maybe maybe a little over a year ago he was on with us and we had a bunch of YouTubers on. We had a really great time, but I'm excited to have you on one on one today. Just kind of chatted up for a little bit. And listen, uh, we're going to we're going to move quickly, fam. So um, I, I for those that are, are are signed up on the membership page, you are probably you probably have an email in your inbox. And so I'm going to make sure that you guys are able to jump in there. The Zoom room is open for those that want to jump in there. There's no tickets to buy this week. I, I said in my email that I usually do this after party, Justin, um, after the show is over. But this week I have a, a client project a half hour after my show finishes. So I do not have capacity to do the after party today. But if anybody wants to jump on with us, the Zoom room is open and we have the ability to bring that in if that happens. But right now we want to get to our first question. Our first question is a crowd favorite. This is one that I always ask all of our guests. Tell the people just a little bit about yourself, who you are and your relationship to not only live streaming, but content creation. Go ahead and talk to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think the the thing that stands out most to me right now is that I'm a new father. Uh, Maddie, oh, nice. my little boy, Mateo, uh, just celebrated seven months uh, just a couple of days ago. And oh, so my. that's kind of the thing that everything is orbiting around right now. Right, um, right. But as far as what I do professionally, uh, I've been in the content creation field now for the last five or six years. Um, and it's taken a, a, a many different iterations. It started off with a YouTube channel called That Christian Vlogger, which was mm -hmm. kind of like a, a Christian teaching slash lifestyle advice type of a channel. Um, and then I did a you know a, a, a pretty heavy season of live streaming where I would go live you know oh, multiple nice. times a week, if not every single day. I did I don't know hundreds of live streams on <laughs> YouTube for a while. Um, you know, then I've started to also branch out to different mediums and started to do podcasts. And I've hosted a handful of different podcasts, both for myself, as well as other organizations and mm -hmm. entities. I've dabbled in that field of doing it on the production side of thing, as well as hosting right, right. it on my own. Um, last year, I had the privilege of being able to uh, be, a, be a part of the team that brought the Humans of Adventism documentary to life. It was a 10-part oh, wow. docuseries, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a lot of fun. And most recently, I've been spending a lot of time focused on the world of Instagram and TikTok. Uh, understanding short-form vertical video content is something that I've been really interested in and how to translate that into the world of you know real relationships and 
and digital community. And it's been a really, really fun time. Uh, I run a, a, a gospel community called That Good Good is, is kind of the, the phrase that we use around it. Nice. And uh, it's just literally, it's just through Instagram, through TikTok. And uh, every single Saturday morning, we have somewhere between 25 or 30 people signing in for a live Bible study from all, wow. literally all over the world. We have people wow. in, in Japan, we have people in, in South America, we're all over the United States. And so um, content creation is something that I'm, that I'm, I'm really, really uh, committed to and all in on. And as far as live streaming concerned, um, I'll be honest, I haven't done as much live streaming lately, but yeah. that's uh, largely just because I'm, I'm wanting to get my, my experience in multiple different formats as much as Got I you. can. And I feel Got like you. while there's still a lot more that I could do with live streaming and growing with it, um, it it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I got a couple hundred reps in, on to the next thing. Let's keep on, keep it moving. Because one of the things that I'm really tunnel visioned on and focused on is really not just being a content creator for myself, but really trying to move into the space of how do I help in, inspire and equip other people who are out there who have a message specifically for me within the, within mm. the faith context, how do I equip people who have a message, uh, equip them with the tools to be able to get that message out to more people uh, in, in a way that is sustainable, that's healthy, and it's going to be impactful. Wow. 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 That's good. That is good. That is so good. Um, listen, guys, man, I, I hope that you guys have your pen and paper out already. Just, one of the things I want to respond there, Justin, I think the, the, the space that you're in, there is value and there's perspective and there's so much that you can offer and share for folks, even just from a content standpoint, especially since my channel, um, much like yours, even though it wasn't necessarily intended that way, there's a lot of believers that that uh, follow my channel. Mm -hmm. And I'm often um, interested in hearing from them why, what they're doing and what is their motivation for doing it? How have they found ways to to really innovate and to be relevant in the space? And I think you absolutely can speak to some of those issues. So excited to have you here. Um, I, I see my guy, Charles, is in the comments. Charles, there was an issue. Thank you so much for pointing that out. If you didn't point it out, I would not have fixed it. I'm glad that it's fixed now. <laughs> Listen, listen. You could be listen, you could be live streaming for for years and years, and still and still have a, an echo, and man, still have something mess up on you. Man, thank you so much for for throwing that for answering that question for us. And, and of course, our second question is is very similar to the first, but um, um, de definitely leans more into, of course, your particular you know origin story. Um, so the question is, what's your live stream slash content creator story? How did you get started? But um, one of the things that I love, so you you posted something last month um, saying I, it's officially five years since I went full time into this space. And I was like, man, I just, you know, I just was clapping because I I'm literally one year in and I'm just looking at you and others. And I'm like, yeah, there's there's hope, right? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. So but yeah, I've talked to folks about that origin piece, right? Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of, of, of you know, lessons learned and, and, and that stuff later in the in the show. But I definitely want to want people to kind of hear that background. Like, what were you doing before? What was the impetus? I love would love for you to be able to share that story a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So um, I grew up in Southern California. And when I graduated high school, I got involved with ministry for the first time. And it was it was through this experience, uh, literature, evangelism, coal portering, canvassing, whatever you would call it. Um, if you're not part of the faith tradition that Kirk and I are part of, it's basically I went door to door for an entire <laughs> summer, uh, knocking on doors, selling Christian books, trying to raise a scholarship for college at the same time. But it, yep. it really became like an avenue for me. 
to to explore my faith a little bit more seriously. It was a way for me to share uh, what was impacting my life at the time. And so I ended up doing that for 10 years. Wow. Um, long story short, you know, knocking on over 100,000 doors. It was something that I, it was a very big part of my life for a very large percentage of my life. Um, towards the end of that season, I was actually invited to teach at a Bible college. And so I was in Philadelphia at the time. My wow. wife and I had just gotten married. This was 2015. You know, it was, you know, we basically got married, packed everything into whatever we could fit in our, our, our carry-ons. Like I remember getting, uh, seeing a photo on Facebook, the photo of us like with, with backpacking backpacks on and like a suitcase in either hand. Wow. That's what we moved to Philadelphia with. Wow. We had nothing with us. Um, and that's where we started our, 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 our first year of marriage. And, and it was a good year. You know, I got to teach. I got to experience uh, a different form of, of, of a career, something that I was aspiring to for, for, for many years. Um, but it was also really, really challenging. That first year of mm. marriage, I spent over I spent 167 days out of the house. Um, oh, wow. And that, that's not a recipe for success. And no. it, in fact, it actually <laughs> turned out to be a recipe for disaster. It, it led to all kinds of uh, challenges internally, as well as challenges in my marriage, challenges when it came to mental health and things like yeah. that. And uh, so, I, you know, I was in this time of my my career, time of my life where I was looking for some way to do something that was a little bit more sustainable as right, far as right. like a lifestyle practice. I was looking for something where I wouldn't have to necessarily be away from the home as much uh, in, in a perfect world. And kind of all all this brewing at the same time, I right, came across right. one of my students, Michael Chornowski III, whose story really, really challenged me and impacted me. This was again, 2015, this is before COVID. This is several years before the idea of social media ministry ever crossed my radar, so to speak. But Michael Tronowski III literally became a Christian. He was at the school and having this in-depth experience because of a YouTube video. He was watching YouTube like mo many of us did at, at that time. And right. you know, in 2015, YouTube was primarily a place for you know skits, comedy sketches or you know uh, prank videos or social experiments and things like that the the, the world of youtube has kind of evolved past that now yeah, youtube is yeah. a place where you can have substantive serious conversations but yeah. it wasn't like that before and so the idea <laughs> that youtube or the internet in general could be used in a way to radically change someone's life was was kind of mind-blowing for me wow <laughs> excuse me when, when i would think about how hard I was working to teach a class of 11 students uh, or how much effort I would put in to prepare a lesson plan for, for the, you know, this weekend of, of teaching or whatever the case is, or if I was going to go speak at a church of maybe a hundred, maybe 200, maybe if I'm lucky, cross my fingers, 300 people, oh, wow. how many hours I would put into that, that, that planning. Mm -hmm. The idea that, you know, maybe hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands and millions of people could actually be impacted by a similar piece of, content if it's online that yeah. to me was like radically like it just blew my mind yeah so long story short i committed myself to that i said you know what i'm going to give it a shot i'm going to try it and, and i forget how many i stopped keeping track of the numbers now but we're we're over i want to say it was like seven or eight million you know uh views on youtube uh, or something along those lines <laughs> before i've started doing all the other branching out and stuff like right, that but right. long story short like i was able to see firsthand the power of the internet and you know, about 10 months into uh, into that journey. So yeah. uh, the, the total, I, I ended up being at that school for two years. Okay. But it was kind of at the end of that time, it was about 10 months into my content creation journey. I said, you know what? I, I, I'm really feeling called to go all in on this thing. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that this is really the way of the future. This is something that God has, has called me to. And I took the leap of faith with the support of my wife, came home one day from, from work saying, you know what, babe, I think God's made it clear. It's time for me to jump all in. Wow. A- AKA translation is, you know, I'm going to stop working and you're going to pay all the bills and I'm going to just be at home <laughs> on my computer making videos for the internet. You know, just, and see, it was, see, just that, that translation is real. Mary. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's crazy to think, man, because that was five years ago, right? So we're talking about right. the five-year anniversary. Five years ago, we were just dreaming together. What could this look like? And I all I asked was for one year. I said, you know what? I don't know if this is going to work or not. Give me one year. And in one year, we'll reevaluate it. If it's working, great. We'll keep doing it. If it's not working, then you know I'll go back to working my normal job. But I said, Let, let's, let's, let's think of what it could look like five years from now. Why, my right. perfect scenario, I told her, the dream that I'm chasing after is that in five years' time, I'm not only able to replace my income, which at the time was not very much. I mean, I don't know where people are watching from in the context that they're, that they're coming to the show with, but my full-time income as a, as a salaried position working, you know, I don't know, sometimes 40, 50, 60 hours a week, <laughs> you know, oh, traveling yes. 167 days in my first year of marriage. My salary was like forty-four thousand. It was yeah. not nothing to be like super proud of, even though it was the most amount of money I've ever made in my life up to that point right. as a young man. Um, so I said, you know, what? I'm gonna not only re- I'm gonna aim to replace my income, but I also would really love to be in a position where you have the ability to choose: do you want to work or not? Wow. Because I thought, you know what, we had always thought out when we got married, the five-year plan was no kids for five years. You know, we're going to we're going to work to get ourselves out of student loan debt, debt of which right. she had a considerable amount, you know, doing a master's program at Loma Linda University and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And right. the goal was to, to not only replace both of our incomes, but give her the opportunity to not have to work, to be debt free, potentially start a family. Yeah. Well, it's five years later. My wife is taking a full year off of work uh, to, be able to spend all of her energy as as a mother. Um, we are debt free. Maybe we're not wealthy uh, or anything like that. But you know what? I'm traveling for a work trip. And guess what? My wife is, you might end up hearing her and the baby screaming in the back. <laughs> That's in fine. The background. That's more than we're fine. Traveling as a family together. That's so good. That's and so cool, man. In, in its own way, the five year plan has, has kind of come true. And wow. so all that says is like, man, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to reflect on what can happen and, and what feels simultaneously like a very long amount of time but yeah. also a very short window. short amount of and time life has changed for the better and i'm so grateful for it such such a great uh, story i mean of course this is not just a story for you this is your life experiences and i think it, it there's so much that um those who are watching, those who are listening, those who are even catching the replay can can pull from that um, from their own for their own stories. Um, and, and I think, you know, there's so many pieces there that I would would love to, to kind of double click on. But the one in particular is that it was a joint venture. I, I uh, oftentimes I get a chance to chat with people about, you know, quote unquote, taking the leap and it's one spouse and they're having this, you know, this full, huge thought process and conversation around whether or not. And one of the things I, I will say to them is, man, hopefully you've had this conversation with your spouse and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so I love I love the fact that it was a journey that you not only took, you know, seriously, but you took it together and um, and you can both look back and say, look at where God has brought us and, and what we have experienced throughout this entire thing. That's so, so amazing. So amazing. So amazing. So many different ways. <laughs> Double click. Yes, yes, yes. So, so many different ways that, that you can, you can actually 
look at this from our own perspectives. And so and so that is actually one of the the, the next questions that we have um, is for the audience. I want to put this out there for the audience. And of course, you know, where there's a delay. So we always want to give put it up there, read it and then give them some time. But the audience question is simply. What do you feel called to do? Now, it, it doesn't necessarily, I know for, for Justin and I, we, we believe in, in God, we believe in Jesus. Um, and so for some of you, that might not be your thing, but a lot of us, even outside of a, a religious construct, feel a calling and a burden um, to do something specific. And so there's, it's a two-part question. Of course, what is that thing? Right. What is that? What is that thing you feel led to or called to do? And then secondly, is what is stopping you from doing it? And this is this is the um, the reason why I share this to the audience today, because, again, going back to that post that uh, Justin made uh, last month for the five five year anniversary. This was one of the call to actions he had in the post was what is it you feel called to do and what is stopping you from doing it? And the comments underneath that was so amazing. People just speaking from a very real place, a very vulnerable, real place about what they felt called to do and what they felt were their barriers, their, their, their roadblocks, um, their speed bumps from, you know, in between them and actually seeing it come to fruition. So I want to, want to pose this to you guys out there. What do you feel called to do? And then what's stopping you from doing it? And so one of the things I know for me, just to, to kind of piggyback on, on what Justin has shared in terms of the story, I, I left my job in May of last year and, um, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was a very similar story to, to Justin's, not necessarily like, I want to try this for a while and see what happens, but my wife and I had been putting the building blocks in place for years at that point for me to join her in the business. She, she had been running the business for years, even when we were in Africa, um, running the business, did several websites for people all over the world and and still running the business even to this day. So I actually work for her. Just a fun fact, I, I, I work for my wife, so she's my boss. But um, but it was it, it was one of those moments. It, it, it really did come to a head where it was like, I either am going to give this thing a shot full time or I'm going to just keep on juggling. And, and there is something to be said for diving in headfirst and giving yourself permission to to give it your full weight, your full energy, your full attention, your full creativity, everything, and then just see what happens. And there's something to be said for that. And I I, I, I see a couple people have come through. Kwab Abotang says, spread the word of God through service. That's that's number one for him. That he's He has a number two here as well. Go ahead and read this one for us, uh, uh, Justin. Opportunities and waiting from confirmation from God. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Let me see what what uh, I see. David Hunt says he says I feel called to serve. I love that. I love that, David. Now I know David personally, and I so I can I can push him a little bit. I can bully him a little bit. David is the is the mod. He's our moderator, and he's amazing. Absolutely amazing at what he does. I appreciate you and your ministry here in this space, brother. But I definitely would want to hear a little more. Just just dig a little deeper on that on that serve place. I feel called to share. What do you mean by share? Give us a little more there. Now, Albert has a question. I want to see if we can grab this real quick, and then we're going to go um, on if we don't have any other comments. Now they're putting us on the spot. Oh, oh, I thought he was. I, I thought it was a question. You have a cue in front of that thing, Albert. You got me. You, you, you mixed me up there. <laughs> uh, so he says, "Call to share." 
uh, my call to share my gift slash talents in media streaming ministry. I love that. I love that. And, and of course, there's a lot of people who follow my channel because my channel is very much um, a how to space for media streaming. So that's a lot of people that follow the channel there. They're very much in that space. And one of the things I love to say to folks who have that particular skill set is that it is very much uh, a skill that is given. Um, divinely given as well. So, so definitely dig deep there, Albert. I love, I love that space. Can you go ahead and read this one for us? Um, uh, Justin. Clevon, uh, Cleven. I don't, I'm sorry if I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Uh, says still the process of co creating content and refining my message. I want to challenge young people to live optimally in faith, fulfillment, and freedom. That's, that's detailed. I love that. I've, I love that. Really I love good. that, Clavon. I love that. That's good. That's good. And then we have one more here from Anthony Graham. Anthony says, I feel called to empower people so they can empower others. I love that, Anthony. Thank you so much for coming through. Bob Pence is here. Bob said, Bob's one of our regulars as well. What's good, Bob? He says, share knowledge about how to start and sustain businesses online. Hey, man, that's that's a needed space. That is definitely a needed skill. And I, I love what we have coming through. And I'm, I'm excited to see you guys really really engage with us in these in this question and answer section um and definitely for those who are watching the replay i'm going to put the question back up but for those who are watching the replay please 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 um, engage with us as well go ahead and leave a comment i i respond to all comments if you are know anything about my channel then you know that i respond to all the comments but uh definitely go ahead and leave a comment let me know what it is you feel called to do because we want it we'd love to engage with you in that way uh, Justin, we got we got this another question here, and of course, this is where the meat of it comes in. And I, I know some of you, some of our our our, our viewers are going to continue commenting, and we'll get to your your comments and questions here in just a second. But you you know, five years, five years in full time ministry slash content creation. I mean, there's there's got to be a ton of lessons learned. But if if you could share just a handful of them with us very briefly, what what would what would one of those two of those be? in terms of things you've learned on, in, on the, uh, across the journey that you've been on um, um, in these past five years? Yeah, I, I think for me, one of the things that's given me longevity, I don't know that it's necessarily the, the most optimal strategy for each individual season of what I've done, but I think mm. from the longevity perspective, one of the greatest things that I've, I've allowed myself to do is kind of wander. Um, obviously, I start with a with a as relatively clear of a goal and a mission and a purpose as I can conjure up for myself, but uh, really giving myself permission for what that looks like and how I do that mm. to be unique and different from season to season. Um, and so, for if you if you followed along the history of my my content creation journey from YouTube to the different platforms I'm doing now to the different iterations of the multiple different shows that I've run. They, they, they mold, they, they kind of evolve and they shift and they change because of the season in life in which I'm going. And so what's one of the strengths of that is that I don't get, get you know, particularly committed to any particular format or mm. medium, but instead it's about the overarching goal, the overarching purpose of why I'm starting. Um, and I'm really, really, uh, I, I give myself a lot of grace with what does that look like on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. Yeah. Um, I was on another show uh, recently, the Think Media podcast with some friends of mine, and we were joking about how it's okay to try something new. And, and we were joking about how many times we say, hey guys, today we're gonna be starting a brand new a, a playlist, a brand new show, a brand new thing titled film a blank or, or on this subject. And then that's the only video on that whole that's thing. That's the only video. <laughs> the, the, the playlist, 
starts and ends, ends at one video. Because you find out, oh, no, in the process of doing it, I don't know that I like that. I don't know yeah. that I really yeah. want to show up in that way. And so wow. Uh, wow. You know, I think what, what happens a lot of time for new creators in particular is that they, they, they experience this kind of paralysis by analysis. They, they, yeah. they have grandiose ideas of what they want to do, but because they don't have the perfect plan and they don't know exactly how to get from A to Z, Mm. They stop them from it stops them from ever actually hitting publish. It ever it stops them from <sighs> actually putting themselves out there because they're afraid to fail, quote unquote, in some public way. For yeah. me, that's not something I'm I'm too worried about. I'm a little bit more worried about it now because I have like a, a track record. But <laughs> historically, I've just said, you know what, I'm going to just put myself out there. I'm going to try my best, and what happens is what happens. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be committed to a process. I'm gonna be committed to learning as I go. And so the freedom to kind of wander has been a strength in my opinion, not a weakness. Wow. And I, I love that. The freedom to wander. <laughs> Guys, this is so good, man. This is so good. I While you're chatting, I, I see uh, Gary Jones chimed in. He says he wants to partner with educators and businesses to bring about desired change. I love that, Gary. And I, and listen, Gary, again, is somebody that I know personally. And, and this is this is this is right there. Like if, if, as I'm reading it, I'm like, this is Gary and this is exactly the space that you're in. And I love it. And I, I can't wait to see some of those things come to fruition in whatever way it manifests itself. Then David, David is, has been obedient, if you will, <laughs> to my poking. And so he says, I feel called to share with my musicians how they can merge tech and music to create impact. TMI. I love it. <laughs> and make life better for someone else. I love that, Mr. Hunt. Thank you so much for, for being here. And again, for sharing, um, yeah, sharing from your, your unique perspective, what you have, what you, what you think God has called you to do, or <laughs> I'm saying God, but just because I know you. But anyway, um, one of the things I, I absolutely love about what you shared there, Justin, is that a lot of people don't feel the freedom to wander. Um, because I don't, maybe it's because of their work experience. I don't know, because of the boxes that they feel they've been placed in from the time they were in kindergarten till the time they finished their degree or their second degree. They, they don't feel that wandering is a part of adulthood. And I really do feel like there is, uh, the, the ability to just explore, to push past limits and to really just kind of kick tires and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. Let's figure it out together. I really resonate with that message. Not so much like, like I'm just going to throw something against the wall and hope it sticks, but you, 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 you intentionally seek out a new thing. And if that doesn't happen or work, you shift and you, you, you go in another direction. I mean, I, I absolutely love that sentiment, and I think it's one that is not as heavily pushed in today's society, but I think it is a recipe for, for, for true success. So I'm glad you were able to share that piece with, with us. I don't know, you sound, looked like you wanted to say something else. I want to <laughs> make sure you get a chance to speak as well. Yeah. No, no, I, I think that's good. No, yeah, Yuritzi. Yuritzi says, freedom to wander to create. Yep, she, 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 she's resonating uh, with that comment. Oh, as shout well. out to your Yuritzi. Yuritzi's awesome. I love oh, her. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, this is this is actually not her first time here, so I'm excited to see her back, and Ooh. I'm glad to know that you 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 and her know, or at least you're familiar with her as well, man. Um, oh, yeah. 
this is this is we're coming towards our, our final question. And as I mentioned before, the Zoom room is open for anybody that wants to dive in. And and I do want to take your questions and comments out there. If you have questions, listen, we've, we've got somebody on today who has been in the space for five years, um, dedicated in the space for five years. But he's probably been in the space a little longer than that, even before really um, going full time. So we, we want to learn from his his, you know, years of experience and expertise. So go ahead and put your put your questions in the chat, put a cue in front of the question and we'll make sure that we get it um, on screen so that we can engage around that. But here's here's my final question for you, man. There's There are those watching right now who feel the call, but but also don't see a path forward. Um, I always... One of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm always big on is giving people some practical steps. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, this big eureka moment, but a lot of times people just want to know how do I put one foot in front of the other? And so what advice would you give to that person who's like, I, I have this call. You heard some of the people who talked about what they're called, what they felt called to do. Um, but how do I activate it? How do I actuate? Like, how do I bring it to reality? Um, and, and what would you what would you share for some of them as well? Sure. That's that, that's a good question. Um I would, I, I've, my initial thought is just kind of how I got started. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened was, is that I didn't have training. I didn't actually have a, a depth of experience behind me. I had never really learned how to edit a video, how to shoot wow. photos, how to do graphic design. I never learned how to do like hosting a live stream. Like my skill set was so singular. My skill set was the ability to go and knock on doors. Uh, to, to, to sell books to people door to door. And that doesn't really quite necessarily always translate to other industries um, <laughs> other than the tenacity that comes from it and the, yeah, the work yeah. ethic and the yeah, grit absolutely. You know, that, that kind of comes from it. But as far as like specific skills, I didn't really have much. I didn't have a, a, an insider scoop on, on how algorithms worked or anything like that. And so what I did is I was willing to be a student. And so I just found a program mm. on the internet. It was it, I think it was serendipitous. It was a, kind of a divine appointment as to how I stumbled across this curriculum because the month that I started looking for a curriculum was the month that the beta version of that curriculum was actually released. So I got in kind of at the ground level. Wow. And it was a very affordable kind of coaching program. It was like a, a general structure on, hey, you want to do YouTube? Here's how you can get started. Here's some of the things that you need to be thinking about. Here's how to structure and format your videos, your key performance indicators, things like that. The nice. program now goes for, I don't know, a couple of grand or something like that. But I got it for way cheaper way back then because I was an <laughs> early adopter. But all that to say was that coaching and that one-on-one and that kind of communal aspect of, of being a content creator with other content creators was so dramatically important. Wow. Um, I, I, I turn, turns out I actually don't use a lot of the, the systems and the checklists and the techniques and strategies that I learned five years ago. Um, but I did try all of them. I did my very best to follow it to the T and try to figure out how to weave that into my own unique style and yeah. my, own, you know, my own way of showing up on the internet. And even though I didn't end up utilizing a lot of that, most of the techniques that I gleaned from that course are not things that have stuck with me long term. It did give me a roadmap. And a roadmap is better than no map, I, I, oh, I, I yeah. would think. And so <laughs> I, I think if you're wanting to step into podcasting, I mean, what does it look like to actually invest a couple hundred bucks on a podcasting course? Or if you're wanting to, to do live streaming, what would it look like for you to actually invest in someone right. who knows how to guide you along that way? If same thing for YouTube or TikTok. Now, whenever I'm kind of venturing into the next social media platform, one of the first things that I do is to go and get coaching. 
uh, is wow. to go and invest in in as much as I can uh, to, to to be able to give myself a heads up. And so, heads up. you know, when I wanted to launch my TikTok, you know, uh, I I decided before I would launch, I would I would watch several of the tutorials and the courses and different YouTube videos, and I'd kind of give myself a working knowledge of a platform that was completely brand new to me. And then once I decided to do that, then I think the second piece of advice really comes down to is put your head down and work. Um, yeah. for, for my TikTok, I decided I was going to do 30 videos in 30 days. And you know, <sighs> for anyone who's ever tried to do that kind of stuff, that's a lot of work. I don't, I don't know for you, Kirk, maybe you're really good at, at, at coming up with fresh ideas and no, editing no, it no, all no. together. But for me, <laughs> those, those, those TikTok videos would sometimes take me you know, as many as four or more hours per in video. the day. And so I'm spending, yeah, yeah I'm spending <laughs> half of my work day focused on something that I don't even know is going to work. I don't know if it's going to be successful or not. And, and, uh, and, and I'm going to commit to 30, 30 of those before yeah. I make a judgment call on whether or not I want to keep doing it or not. Um, a lot of times we just create one thing, we throw it out there when the, the, the response is not quite what we think it's supposed to be. And then, so we give up. Well, yeah. You gotta be consistent. You gotta put your head down. You gotta work. And so Man, for that's me, so good. 30, 30, day, 30 videos in 30 days, I think, gave me a good working understanding of, okay, I, I think I can understand this is how I'm gonna show up. This is what's gonna work. And this is what's not gonna work. And, wow. and it's cool because um, partway through that journey, things started to pick up pace. And I think in 30 days, I had gone from zero to like almost 20,000 followers on TikTok. And, you know, I've, I've fallen off there. I haven't been doing. A video every day, maybe not even a video every week, maybe about one video a week or something along those mm -hmm, lines. And, mm -hmm. and I think we're somewhere around 25,000 followers on TikTok or something wow. along those lines. And so so it, it's just it goes to show what can be done even in short windows of time. Yeah. If you're committed, if you have a roadmap, if you're willing to be humbled so that you can learn from somebody else. Oh, that's that to so me good. Is, is, is absolutely key. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I resonate with everything you're saying, man. This is um. I literally just this past Friday finished three months of doing three Amazon lives a week. Nice. <laughs> so nice. of course, and that was my commitment was, okay, if I'm going to dive in, I'm going to really dive in and I'm going to set a time frame and, and really kick the tires and really get a feel for what all happens there. And you're right. There were several Amazon lives where I was by myself. <laughs> and I was like, look at this nice item. And I'm there just, you know, doing the Vanna White thing. But I learned a lot in that time frame, And of course, I, I did do a lot of, 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 of research and homework and found uh, gurus, people like Monty Weaver and uh, um, Lem, Lemuel Ayutude and, and several others who have been doing Amazon Live stuff before, sat and chat with them, joined the Amazon Live Creators Group on Facebook, which is amazing, an amazing resource. And again, it's, what I'm simply saying is I, I, I so resonate with what you're sharing because I think that it is absolute gold for anybody that is looking to venture out. Um, put your head down and do the work. I do not think there are better words that can be said. Um, and, and, and here's, here's, I, you said it earlier. I just, I just want to tack this on as a, as a number three is that, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, do not be paralyzed by analysis, right? Do not, do not overthink it. Um, you do want to, you want to have a plan. You want to be able to, 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 to execute your plan, but you don't necessarily have to be perfect and and i think that is a lot of the time what, what is holding a lot of people back why why haven't you gone live well i have i, I need a I have, well haven't you posted a video I, well I, I i at the end of the day um one of the best processes for growth is critique 
and review and an iteration. You cannot critique what you have not posted. You cannot review what is not already out there for people to view and watch and get feedback on. So it's like this cyclical process requires you to put content out there for you to be able to get better. It doesn't happen any other way. So, so I just, man, I so resonate with everything that you, (laughs) Dave Hunt is saying Jeff Bezos. Uh, Anyway, that's a whole nother story for another time, but there's, there's so much that, that you've shared here that is absolute gold. And I'm, I'm so excited for, for the audience that is able to watch this live with us and for those who will watch us in the replay as I, I really do believe that the, our replay squad is going to benefit from this as well. I, I mean, look guys, whew, I don't know, man. I'm hoping you were taking some notes there. I see two hashtags here that I'm going to throw up here from David Hunt because, because he's been on it, get coaching and put in the work. I absolutely love that. Um, t- one thing real quick, Justin, what was the name of the program that you used I know somebody's going to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the video, uh, the program is called Video Ranking Academy, VRA. Okay, um, okay. There's a guy by the name of Sean Cannell who uh, runs several different YouTube channels, but yeah. um, I just, most probably I, is Think Media. Yeah. And yeah, it's. I, it, I literally it's a great just program. I just went to uh, grow with video live. Uh, oh, is, yeah, yeah, I yeah. literally just attended this past August and, um, I've, I've been, I've been hovering over the, the VRA button. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But he, he, he definitely calls hey. out his VRA fam all the time. So that that's, that's dope. If, that, if, that's if what that's. If you pull the trigger, I got an affiliate link. <laughs> it's, an expensive, it's like a $1,000 course now. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. But, 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 but you, I think... Sean, Sean and Heather are amazing people. Like, they're just so cool. Like, yeah. like, my family has stayed at Heather's house. Oh, wow. Like, like they're, they're awesome, awesome people. I actually in, ended up interviewing Heather for my YouTube show. I'm listening about her story adopting um one of their one of their kids one of their kids uh, right. it's kind of a wild story but but they're just, all that's like they're amazing people they're really cool yeah. and um i know that what they give now is far more value than what i got five years ago right um and but you got in at the ground I, floor I that's true but, <laughs> yeah. but honestly like i would trust someone like sean and heather i think that they do a fantastic job when it comes to to leading people through the world of youtube that is amazing that is amazing yeah that is amazing i i i um I went to Growth Video Live and I, I, I did not know that they were believers. So oh, yeah, I, I yeah. just, I had no idea. I had no idea what the background was. Um, Diana Gladney referred me to it and I was like, oh, let me go check it out. I believe, I do believe heavily in investing in yourself. So, you know, once a quarter, whatever it is, maybe even once a year, you do want to take some time out where you can actually go and pour back into yourself. So this was my thing for me. I was like, okay, this is, you know, Whatever the cost of the registration was, I paid for the VIP pass so I could get the Zoom access because, of course, it's all about community. But I get there and um, after, I think, day one, they were like, "Okay, day two, we're going to start with a bonus section. I'm like, oh, sweet. We're getting a bonus section. He's like, yeah, it's going to be worship. I was blown away. (laughs) Let's talk about a pleasant surprise, man. I was just like worship. And then and then he began to kind of expound on a lot of the success um 
of course, he derives from that relationship with God. I just was like, oh, my goodness, I found my people. So so I, I'm definitely I need no convincing. So tr- trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll actually I'll actually find your send me your, your affiliate link. I would love to jump in there because I think it's sure. it's more than worship. I mean, more than worth it. I know it's more than worth it. So. <laughs> What a what a slip there! Oh, Living Water is here. Living Water Quilter is here. This is Gwen. I think her name is. I think your name is Gerald. Oh man, you just sent me a message on on Facebook Messenger. Now I'm 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 blanking. Um, I'm blanking on it. Geraldine. I, I thought it was Geraldine, but I was like, mm, let me make sure. Geraldine is here. What's good, sis? Thank you so much for coming through. Yes, yes, yes. She says it's worth it as well. Any questions? Listen, folks. Any questions at all for Justin? I, I I do unless I know that he has had a long day. There's no reason for us to to prolong. We've gotten through all our questions, and I, I believe that we have been able to provide a ton of value. Um, and I do want to make sure that he's able to get back to his family. And 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 listen, if you're if you're in Chattanooga, you're in my neck of the woods, man. You're not far from me. You're How far are you? I was I was actually uh, trying to pull up your Facebook right now because like you're in Vegas for the thing. I was like, man, you just traveling a bunch. Are you in Vegas? Where Where are you at now? <laughs> I am in Huntsville. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, on. yeah. I'm just I'm just two hours south, two hours southwest, I guess. More west than south. <laughs> so wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not far at all, man. And I know. And I, in fact, we were just there a couple weeks ago. Kids had fall break, so we went to. Uh, Gatlinburg and we stopped in Chattanooga on the way back see some friends but yeah man that is that's so cool that's so cool are you doing some projects there is there anything that we can we can support <laughs> um so I am in the process of potentially taking on um another contract another job and gotcha. this is gotcha. kind of like me going to uh, test the waters, meet the got team, you. so to speak. Got you, yeah, got yeah, you, yeah. got you, got you. That's that sounds great. Excited for you, man. There's there's some some great folks there. Um, there, yeah, there's some great some some great friends, some people that I, I have done some 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 awesome projects with there in Chattanooga. So definitely, definitely. Uh, I think I, I, Israel Israel is his name. I'm now blanking, but anyway, his, he has his channel called Just Be Blessed. Um, he's in that area as well. Anyway, man, I'm, I'm looking here. Thanks for confirmation on coaching. David Hunt is saying, thank you so much for being here. And listen, fam, I, I just want to say a word of thanks to Justin. Again, Can let's, let's just quickly take a look. I want to make sure you guys are able to find and follow him here's here's the one of here's your web page. But then this is one of the channels. Am I correct? I mean, there's there's a number more, right? Yeah, so there's a handful of other projects that I, I partner with, but that's that's my main one. OK, OK. All right. Cool, 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 cool. This is one of the channels. Some really great thought-provoking content and um, one that I, I definitely check out from time to time, even though I, I, I don't do much in the comments, but uh, definitely one that I check out from time to time. And and listen, I am excited that, that we were able to have you on. I, I This is one of those things where it's like we just having a conversation on on in the comments on Facebook and it was like, hey, let's let's just take a second and chat it up on screen about, you know, media, about this content creation space. And, and then of course, ministry, any final words for, for the folks out there, um, Justin, as we get ready to wrap this thing up. Uh, I, I mean, I would just encourage people to, to get going, man. Like I, I see right here, there's a question. One of the last questions that just dropped in, like, do you have, any, oh, okay. how do you, how do you deal with any fears? And like fear is cool and all, like I get it. There's fear is, is a is a helpful tool and all when it comes to like real life situations. Like you know, if there's if you're out there 
and, and there's a lion outside, you should be afraid. That thing's going to kill you. Like you have a lot to lose. Like there's fear serves, uh, whether it's an evolutionary purpose or there's just kind of a functional purpose to fear. Mm. But when it comes to the world of content creation, man, like I think it's so important to point out that that fear is just completely unjustified. The, the worst thing that happens when wow. you create content is that no one sees it. Yeah. And if, and if no one sees it, then what are you afraid of? Because no one saw it. So you could very easily just delete the thing that you just uploaded. So there's no, like, fear should not be one of those things that stops you from getting started. Wow. Um, and, and so I just want to encourage you just like, you know what? We all deal with fear. We all deal with the anxiety. We all, we all deal with the imposter syndrome. And yet, like, it's those who push through that are able to break through the noise. And so the, the need has never been higher for people of, uh, of character, for people of purpose to show up on the world of the internet and, and make a difference. I mean, we see the world that is being shaped by the social media algorithms, the ones that you know prey on people's fears and anxieties, that prey mm. on division, uh, that prey on hate and misrepresentation. And, and that, this is why I say the world is, has, is in need of yeah. people, men and women of integrity who are willing to show up on the internet and do the good work. And so, you know what, like, yeah, that's I don't good. know, like what you do with your life is between you and, and, and God or you and your, your, your family. But like, I mean, there's a need for it. There yeah. is a need for it. And, and, and there's, it's, it's literally never been easier than, than ever to be able to do this at a sustainable yeah. kind of pace. Yeah. Think about like if you wanted to be a musician, even 20 years ago, there were gatekeepers like you had to make it with the record uh, companies. Right. Like if you wanted to be uh, uh, in, in acting or whatever the case is, like if you want to be in any creative field, there were so many gatekeepers that that could tell you, no, you're not good enough. You're not talented enough. You don't know the right people. You don't look the part. You don't sound the way that we want you to sound. But now all gatekeepers are gone. The only person who can actually tell you no is yourself. Is yourself. Man. Oh, man, that's good. That is really good. What an answer uh, to that question. Thank you for the question. And thank you, Justin, for that answer, man. I don't I don't know. I'm hoping you're good on time because there's the questions have started to flow in a little bit here. Um, Clevon no, just is. Cleveland is just thanking both of us. He's like, thanks, Justin. You're, you're, you're dope, bro. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, Clarence, I don't quite understand the question. You're saying, do you have Zoom advice? Is that, I don't know if it was Zoom or Zoom. I don't know if that's a typo, but if you could just retype that for us real quick, um, that would be helpful. And Living Waters Coulter says Joshua 1. And then, of course, uh, we do have these, this question here at the bottom from Blessed Testimony. So go ahead and grab that one, uh, Justin. What advice would you give someone when when they feel like there's so much good Christian content in your ministry is not needed? You could simply share others. So so on, yeah, there is a valid role of sharing other people's content. I, I mean, obviously, the the world of online ministry is in many respects uh, driven by algorithms, and so there's yeah. a lot of value in sharing positive content. There are a lot of really impactful. Uh, ministries that that are out there that are simply aggregate ministries. Mm. Um, so I'll think, I, I think about one of the first times I ever really kind of broke out of my initial sphere was because my video got hosted on a blog, a blog that doesn't create any unique content, but all they do is that they share, uh, like they, they find what they, however their, their team of editors does it, they find content that they deem shareable. Right. And then they put that out to their audience and they grow pages um, in that way. 
that's actually how I had my first like quote unquote viral videos because someone else shared my content. And so uh, that, that platform is several millions of people strong Mm. and they don't create unique content. So is there a role for something like that to create a page that's kind of a hub, a curator for meaningful content out there? Yes, absolutely. There is a role for that in the same way that in the church space, um, you know, there's a role for people who are the ones who invite them to church. Even if you're not, not the one preaching, yeah. you can still invite your friends and your family to church. But I want to I want to kind of kind of undermine your initial question, though, about like, hey, there's a lot of other good Christian content out there. It's like, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of really good churches out there. Does that mean that the, that the Lord is needing your specific <laughs> imprints and your specific character and your story? Like, no, of course not. Wow. Doesn't that's necessarily good. Mean that you should start your own church, but the idea that because others are doing it, I shouldn't, mm. that to me makes no sense. And so, you know, whichever way that you eventually get involved, I want to just say, like, there's a space for that. Maybe you're the content curator and you share other people's stuff and maybe you actually create your own content. But you're asking the wrong question. The wrong question is, is oh, but there's so many others. What should I do or what do I bring? You? No, no, no. To me, it comes down to what's the question? The question is, is God calling me to do this or not? Yeah, there it is. What is yeah. God calling me to do? Yeah, yeah, that's right? good. Because you're, you're talking specifically about Christian, the Christian niche. So we're, we're talking about faith, right? Mm-hmm. What has God called you to do? Even if it reaches one person instead of a million people versus the other option is not something God called you to do and it could reach a million people, you should do the one. Yeah. Because God called you to do it. So it's very important for us to narrow our focus and say, okay, there's a lot of other flashing lights and important things that are out there. A lot of questions that we can kind of get derailed by and start chasing. But these are these are good questions, but they're still the wrong questions. And the only question that we should be asking is, what is God calling me to do? And I think once we have clarity on that, then everything else becomes really simple. Man. That is that's gold. That is gold. And and it brings us right right up to to our line here. Listen, I'm going to just respond very quickly to Clarence's question. He he uh, he came back and elaborated a little more on what he was saying. And it is Zoom. And he was just saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I conduct our, we conduct our services via Zoom and I'm having trouble setting up lower thirds like the one you have displayed now. Now, let me say this. It has been my experience, uh, Clarence, that Zoom does not have the functionality of live streaming, like say a StreamYard or Ecamm, which is what I'm using now. That's been my experience that Zoom does not have that. But I was told literally just this past week that Zoom does now have some of that functionality. I have not played with it yet. So I don't have a reference to give you um, <laughs> in terms of, of of what is what can be done in that space. So um, what I will say is I can, I'll, I'll look it up and maybe if you comment underneath this video, not in the live chat, but if you comment underneath the video, I will definitely, um, respond back to you with my findings in terms of where, where we are with this Man, I am just showing you guys the zoom room that David Hunt has actually entered the zoom room. I don't know if you guys can hear him, but he has entered the zoom room. So uh, he is, he's, he is here with us. But, oh, are you there, bro? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Can you hear him, Justin? Yeah. I can hear him. What's up, bro? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Good, man. I, I, you I, know, and I just wanted to say, okay, so just to answer Clarence's point, you can do this in Zoom, but you have to utilize the power of Ecamm. Ecamm. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 you're I, seeing I the lower thirds. This is Zoom. Yeah. 
I see it. I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. What I was going to say is, uh, okay, real quick. Blessed testimony was responding to your uh, message, uh, uh, Justin. Thanks, brother. I do feel God called me to do this, but that thought creeps in and it is pronounced like like testimony. Kirk, love your content, brother. Help me step up my Ecamm live game. That, oh, listen, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. So glad to to be able to be a resource for people to be able to get out there and, and, and be their best selves. Uh, Living Waters says, yes, thank you, Justin. What has God called me to do? The best place to be and the best thing to do is in God's will in everything. I love that. That's really the only question for anything Bob Penn says. That's really the only question. And man, with that, we want to say a word of thanks to Justin for just hanging out with us. I, I know this it has been an absolutely long arduous day. I mean, travel is difficult, but travel with a seven month old, <laughs> trust me, I know. A little bit extra. Listen, I, we moved to South Africa when our youngest was four months old. So I know, I know the pain, <laughs> but I also, life, yeah, no, my good, my goodness. And, but I also know that, uh, you know, being able to travel with the family is a nice thing. It's really a nice thing. And um, I'm just happy for you. Happy for where you are in, in your journey and your walk. I'm excited to see what God's going to do next. And again, can't thank you enough for coming through and hanging out with us. Awesome. Appreciate it, Kirk. Take care, man. Man, listen, family, it has been an amazing, amazing time <laughs> together with Justin. And 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 listen, I, I, I have a, another project that I need to run and do right now. But I cannot thank you guys enough for always coming through, for always hanging out with me um, on Mondays for these convos and collabs. I hope that today's video really sparked some fire in you. Um, if not fire, then maybe it caused you to be somewhat thoughtful and pensive, um, caused you to really kind of reevaluate some things. Um, again, no matter your faith tradition, no matter what you, what higher power you subscribe to, one of the things that I really believe that we all have to find is purpose. Um, purpose is something that, you know, there's no class on purpose. K through 12, four years of college, master's degree, nobody's teaching purpose. Number one uh, search term on YouTube, purpose. Just think about that for a second. One of the things I love about what we've heard from Justin is that he was troubled. His spirit was troubled enough to take the leap of faith, to dive into the deep end and to really trust God for what he was calling him to do. And what we have been able to see now, fast forward five years is, you know, the, 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 the actual uh, uh, manifestation of that, of those promises, of that inkling, of that feeling. It, it may not look the way you thought it should look. It may not look the way that we would have designed it to be. But I think, I think, I dare say, um, I'm pretty certain I'm, I'm correct that he and I um, absolutely love where God has us. And so whatever you find yourself in whatever space you find yourself, if there's something that you know that you need to get out there, a message that you need to share with the world, do not wait even another minute. There's someone who is is whose whose next step is dependent on you taking that step and i'm excited about being able to help you make that step if if that is something that you're interested in again my name is kirk nugent i go by the geek speaker preacher and i love live streaming for this purpose because we can engage together in this way we can actually create real meaningful tangible relationships but also because you can share your message with the world. There is no permission to be asked. The internet is free. And you can just stand up 
and begin to share what God has given you. That is amazing. That is amazing. It's never been this way in the history of the world. And so we want to leverage that, uh, that opportunity for whatever purpose. It could be for business. It could be for ministry. It could be for establishing yourself as a thought leader. That's, you know, kind of my thing. But man, I'm hoping that somewhere in the video today, you got some inspiration. You're able to, you know, have that light bulb moment. You're able to see those puzzle pieces fit together. Essentially, what I'm saying is I'm hoping that you're able to figure out how it all works. And we'll see you next time for another video. Take care. The How It All Works podcast is a production by Composition, helping you better navigate live video. Visit us at howitallworks.com today.